Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whichever the case may be. You are now listening to Diminishing Returns. This week, we go way back to 2017 to look at the Lego Batman movie, and look ahead to the new Ninjago movie. What is a Ninjago? We have yet to find out. But we have no doubt that all our ideas for Lego spin-offs will be far superior. Stay tuned to find out. This week's episode contains spoilers for... The Lego Batman movie... The Lego Movie, Team America World Police, and Bugsy Malone. Enjoy! Lego. Um, Oh, speaking of Lego, I'm just going to build... Myself, a, a team of co-hosts for today's diminishing returns. Ugh. Oh, right! I'll I'll get some <laughs> I'll get some really old Lego bricks over here for uh, b- to build a, a a crotchety old one. Oh, these bricks don't even fit with my newer bricks. They're so old. <laughs> oh, and none of them are licensed or anything. These ones are boring. But there we go. There's Alan, made out of Lego. <laughs> Hello, Lego fans. It's Lego Alan, everyone. <laughs> and uh, these, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore, because the teeth don't look like they used to, apparently. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm building. Uh, so I've I've made a kind of misshapen Lego Calvin over here, <laughs> but with perf- with perfect teeth, courtesy of Invisalign. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm not made of Lego because I'm the the child playing. What is this intro? What am I doing, <laughs> guys? Help! I don't know. Do you want to start again? I don't think you're a master builder. <laughs> <at all. laughs> uh. So, so what are we doing? We're doing the Lego Batman movie. Yes, this week. Yes, spin-off what? of the Lego movie, but we're we're saving that for the upcoming but repeatedly delayed true sequel, Lego movie sequel, whatever they're calling it. So, why are we why are we looking at the Lego Batman movie now? What's the ah, Alan? Perhaps you could explain this one to us. Um, <laughs> well. It's something called a Ninja Go Lego movie, and I don't know what it is <laughs> or what even the concept. Something to do with ninjas, I guess. N- Lego ninjas, I'm assuming. Is it? Is that nin- it? It's Ninja Go, isn't it? Not Ninja Go. Ninja Go. It's Ninja Go. Right. Yeah. Is that German? Is it? It's one word though, not two. It's, it's right? like Lego and Ninja smushed into one word. So it is oh. Lego ninjas then? I guessed correctly. Yes. I think. I think basically, yeah. Do either of you know anything about Ninjago? No. Okay, well, I <laughs> I probably should have done some more research. I thought this um, was your choice. This is why I didn't look at anything. <laughs> oh, Soul's well, going to talk uh, us through everything. Okay, my, my understanding is that, you know, before... So, so when we were kids, Lego didn't do, like, Lego Star Wars and Lego Scooby-Doo. Well, they did. They did do Star they Wars. Did. They did. Yeah, I've got a couple of Lego pod racers back up in the attic at home, and uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, but when it, it it did only become a thing within what the last ten years or so, because now like they license anything like Harry Potter or well, I was gonna say, Back I, to the I, Future, I, yeah. Ghostbusters, like everything you can get Lego now. I I think it might have just been a special Star Wars thing back in the day. I had a big box of Mega Blocks, so 
I wouldn't know. Oh, see, I played with Lego quite a lot when I was when I was a kid, but um, you know, I I, I actually I had a big box of like fifty percent Mega Blocks, fifty percent Lego. Oh, just kind of mixed in. I hated That's that. disgusting. Yeah, yeah no, I, I it was like every now and then, every now and then, I would play with my toys and have like a special crossover where the Pokemon figures and the Transformers and the Lego would all have an adventure <laughs> together. But there had to you had to contrive a reason for that. There had to be some sort of wormhole open up to allow the toys to travel into another toy's dimension. Uh, and What's then, wrong with you? And then we had, and then we had to explain the size differences because. Ash Ketchum was about twice the size of Luke Skywalker, and uh, yeah, and being from another dimension wasn't enough of a justification for that. <laughs> no. See, when when I was a kid, we used to uh, rattle sticks against fences. Uh, we'd push a tire down a hill. It was great. We went to like this this really steep hill, and then like the stupidest kid would be like, "I'm gonna bodyboard down it," and. We'd get a big plank of wood and they'd you know, like nail a, a bit of rope to it for them to hold on to, and then they'd sort of <laughs> end up like really hurting their leg. Uh... <laughs> oh, is that why you got that scar? <laughs> we used like building dams. We covered this in our. Um, oh, we did that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. such a great thing building a dam. I never see children. I building fucking dams love building anymore. a dam. It was brilliant, wasn't oh, I, it? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I still. I still. I wish I could go out and do it now, but it's a bit like you have to find somewhere that you can do it that's also not busy because it's weird if a grown adult is doing it. <laughs> that's why I tried <laughs> to, to um, you know, if you if you can sort of like sit by a stream or something and just sort of subtly throw stones in it, like and look like you're just doing it casually and just like not paying attention when really you're like thinking, all right, then this one's going to make a nice, you know, this one's going to get in that yeah. groove pretty good and kind of <laughs> backlog a lot of good water now, like Lego. Like Lego, yes, brilliant. So Lego, um, Alan, did you play with it when you were a kid? Uh, we had a big tub of it, like all just like mixed up. Hang on, piece. like not um not not, not mixed Tim up Curry's with clown from from uh, last week's episode. <laughs> yeah, a big tub of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we had we had a big tub of Lego that wasn't like in any sets or anything. It was just all just a ram a jumble of you know, pieces. Mm. Um, so we were very much free yeah. creative thinkers when it came to building in Lego. Mm. But I much prefer I, I having that. rules and a set and a function. I, I had one Lego character in particular that I really, I like played with incessantly and that, that was my Lego guy and I'd build everything around him and play like with Lego with, with him as like the protagonist. And that was one of those skeleton Lego uh. pieces. Uh, but I also had a top hat from another set, so I put that on him. So he was a skeleton in a top hat, and it was brilliant. I now skeleton. see they sell fucking skeleton in top hat like sets. So what's that like, about? I don't think like you the were the only child to have ever put a top hat on a <laughs> skeleton Lego. They, they, the Lego skeleton top hat's slightly different though. I think it's got some stripes on it or something. Mm. Mine was just a plain top hat. It was brilliant. I had my uh, my, my my skeleton was from the ancient Egypt uh, set as That's well. That's those were my favourite ones. My main character was that Indiana Jones, um, Brendan Fraser sort of knockoff from that ancient Egyptian <laughs> one, and then he had his sort of like swashbuckling pirate woman sidekick, and they mm. had a oh, will they won't they, and then there was like a wizard that came around with them, and yeah. Did you have a ruby piece? Yes, yes, I had several. How good was that piece? That piece it was, was like... amazing. 
it was like, oh, I've got a fucking ruby. Did you have that <laughs> set where it was like a sphinx and that you could put the pharaoh behind the ruby and then flick a switch and the pharaoh came jumping out and the ruby went flying and it was like, oh. God, no, that was a big set. That was expensive. It wasn't right? that big. It, was, it wasn't the biggest. Uh, it was probably <laughs> the biggest set I had, maybe. But, uh, yeah. No, I, I only had like tiny little Lego sets with like oh, maybe a dorsal and a character. <laughs> just a small Lego set and an orange for Christmas. <laughs> staves, staves off scurvy. <laughs> so anyway, I guess we've all played with Lego at some point in our childhoods. What I was leading to was that in my youth, um, other than Star Wars, I suppose, branded like cross-promotional Lego wasn't really the done thing. Mm. But Lego did start all these weird spin-off franchises. So there was Bionicle, which was Lego Technic, I believe. That was like a spin-off of a spin-off. Did you ever get into Bionicle, Calvin? Uh yeah, I had a few. Yeah, that was more sort of older Lego, wasn't it? I yeah. suppose. Like just when yeah. teenage Lego or something, I don't know. But there, but there were things like that. And I, I think one of the little offshoot things they did was Ninjago, which was the ninja theme and it it, it it struck a chord with people. I, I think, to be honest, I think Ninjago might be a bit after our time, mm. but it was it was before the branding kicked off. I think so. They they made some straight to video Lego Ninjago movies. There might have been a TV series. There might have been some video games. So it's more of an established franchise. And the idea of making a film of it isn't as weird as making the initial Lego movie was. Oh, uh, um, okay. Because yeah, to me, it's like. Uh... I, I, yeah, I I didn't know for certain that there'd been straight-to-video movies of Ninjago, but I was certainly aware of it in some capacity, mm. so I just assumed it had been around for a while. Yeah, I, I only know of this because they are throwing the continuity established out, they're rebooting it, so it's part of this new Lego movie series, and I think some of the fans of the original series are upset about that, but oh, okay. it's like... As if they're going to carry over the continuity from some little straight-to-video DVDs. No Sonic's one arms are blue! <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it was, just, it was inevitable that they were going to start from scratch with it, I think. And... No, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, but just to add to what you were saying, I think now, whenever I'm in, like, a toy shop, as, well, I mean, I'm not often in a toy shop, but, I mean, you know, in, in windows and things, it's if but, I you see... Know, Cal- Calvin, there, Calvin how, how often are you in a toy shop? Well, I was. Let's be, let's be honest here. Uh, sometimes I like to go and see if they've got like a C three PO action figure that I really like and might want. Uh, <laughs> I bought a Rita Repulsor action figure uh, a while ago. <laughs> anyway, whenever I go in and see like a, a Lego section, it is primarily sort of licensed Lego, like Lego yeah. Batman and Lego Star Wars are huge things, and there's mm. always some kind of tie-in somewhere. Uh, but yeah, Lego Batman is a huge deal. It's been running for mm. a few years, and I guess the character sort of broke out of the Lego movie and was a bit of a scene stealer mm. there, but Lego Batman is played by Will Arnett. Much like uh, Ninjago, I believe Lego Batman, again, had some straight-to-video movies and certainly mm. some video games Yeah, yeah, uh, prior to games. the Lego movie. Mm. If I think it was the video games that then got spin-off DVD mm. movies off the back of the the games, yeah, and, and and I think they did always envision the Lego movie series as being this sort of well cinematic universe thing with different 
Lego movies all over the place and mm. stuff. I, I don't think it was like an afterthought. Like, oh, okay. oh Batman's done well. I, I think they kind of went into it like, we'll make this, then we'll make a Batman Lego thing, then we'll do a Ninja Lego thing, then we'll do like right now they're making something called the the Billion Brick Race or something. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and there's all there's the the proper Lego movie sequel in development. But mm. I don't know where they are with that. The the director got fired recently, so Ooh. it's a shame actually because that that director was the the only reason I was interested in it. But uh, I suppose we'll save that for <laughs> the episode we do tying into that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the film. So it's made of Lego. This film is it? I, I thought it was well, computer not, it? Ana- yes. animation, <laughs> which I, I was know, very disappointed about. I know when it's I found not about, actually about stop the, um... start animation. Yeah, but it's isn't that disappointing? Oh, absolutely. I mean, really. No, I know. I, I, that was my one of my biggest complaints about the Lego Movie when it came out, um, and I, I made my peace with it by the time this film came along. But yeah, um, yeah, it was the fact that it wasn't stop start animated, and to give them credit, like it looks almost photorealistic. <laughs> like, it oh does, yeah, it's astonishingly it looks, good. Yeah, but at the same time, there is a real lack of charm that comes from it and 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 it's so like i don't know it just feels like you're cheating if you're gonna have elements like bubble gum or whatever chewing gum making their way in as as uh extra little things or in the the trailer for the ninjago movie if you guys have seen that there's a, a real life cat at one point uh shows up and and as long you know oh. there's water and stuff as well but hmm. yeah like the, they summon a, a great evil beast and it's just a cat <laughs> it's like team america huh. When they, when they uh. set the, the pumas on them at the end, which you know I, I I like that, but at the same time it just feels a bit like cheating. <laughs> so I agree, is basically what I'm saying. But then some of the animation is so big and and elaborate that I think they probably would just say, well, we we simply couldn't do something on this scale, um, mm. certainly in the Lego Movie. But as I say, we're we're probably going to do the Lego Movie at a later date and. Yeah. So uh we'll we'll skip that and mm. focus on the spin-off, the the Lego Batman movie which really does stand separate from that film. Mm, um, very much it's so, it's yeah. much I mean obviously it, it, you've got Batman to play with, but it it's it's a Batman film really mm. um mm. rather than a Lego movie film. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Yeah, in fact that was one of my sort of my thoughts on the film as a whole where the Lego movie does really embrace the fact that it's Lego that's kind of central to the whole mm. theme of it. It's not just yeah. a gimmick. It is the whole point. Oh, yeah. Whereas in this, it is just a gimmick. It's just a visual style. Um, yeah. And I that disappointed me to some extent, to be honest with you. Hmm. But th- that was made up for the fact that it's a really good Batman film. Well, yeah. a kind of a, a very sort of gentle parody. And I mean it's gentle a- in the sense that it's obviously made by people who love the sort of yeah, material. Yeah, it's, it's really a real across. love letter to Batman. That's the mm. thing. It, and Batman of all eras as well, which I yeah. loved. It was as much yeah. Batman, like Adam West Batman as animated Batman yeah. and Tim Burton Batman, Christopher Nolan. I, I really liked, I really appreciated how they just ran, run the, ran the gamut with it. <laughs> well, I mean, we, yeah. we've, we've spoken many times off the show and I think on the show of our our love of the Condiment King and the Clock King. <laughs> yes! And, and the fact that they make cameos in this film... Oh, is, I loved it. it. just sums up the, the level of uh, bat fandom, yeah. I guess, they're, they're kind of playing to. It, it is, it's... Yeah. 
it never felt exclusive. Like I don't think anyone coming into it without oh, absolutely. that in-depth yeah. knowledge of Batman would have been put off by it. Yeah, no, no. it definitely not. Because they were just throwaway jokes that worked. I mean, the the, the joke, in, that particular joke is he just lists a load of absurd Batman villains, and then he says, like, these are all real, by the way. Go and look them <laughs> up or something. So, yeah. you know, like uh, people like us are just giddy to be seeing those characters for the yes. first time in forever, and mm. other people mm. are just laughing at it and going, what, really? No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I... I I really like this film, <laughs> the Lego Batman movie. I wasn't a big fan of the Lego movie, which I know is sacrilege of a kind, and people get very upset, but I it just didn't do it for me, but I'll, I'll go into that at a later date. But this film, yeah. for me, was basically everything that I wanted from that film. It was genuinely funny and, like I say, a genuine love letter to all the franchises being like pulled in, and it... To be fair, it does kind of recycle elements of the plot, but I suppose the Batman aesthetic did a lot to make it work. The music was more Batman-y instead of this oh, the kind of... great. Yeah, instead of this uh, Mark Mottersbaugh, Devo, Electronica, and... I Yeah, no, I just... I really enjoyed it. thought it was great. Mm. I hadn't seen it until watching it for this recording, and... But I, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was, uh, yeah, very funny, loving, parody... Uh, I liked when things went crazy at the end and all these different characters, different villains from mm. different Warner Brothers properties all came in. And yeah. That that added an extra layer to it. Because uh, in like one of the very first action sequences, they bring in like pretty much every Batman villain that has ever existed. Yeah. And I'm oh, sort of like, God, how are they going to top brilliant. this for the ending? And yeah. They mm-hmm. do. Mm. Well, this yeah. is the thing. I've, I've heard a lot of people be quite disparaging about it, and I don't really get what their problem is, but I'm sure Alan will offer us some insight now. no i enjoyed it i was fine with it i mean it didn't push my buttons quite the same way because i'm not such a huge sort of not as knowledgeable about the fan uh, the fan stuff like all that history and the context Mm. but like for me it it sort of all fell into just action nonsense by the end and i kind of got a bit bored but you know i enjoyed the film um but for me the the real uh winning point of the whole thing is that it's it gets more into the character of Batman and yeah. deeper into that and more subversive about that whole character than any other Batman film. Yeah. Uh, in, in a way that they really, they should be doing in proper Batman films, but they don't. And yet still ma- manages to maintain a proper action film with decent villains, decent sidekicks. So it didn't do that at the expense of everything else. Mm. But it's just, why can't they do that with a real Batman film? Like, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I would say it's quite possibly the most three-dimensional portrayal of Batman on screen to date, which yeah. is absurd to think about because it's not like a particularly deep <laughs> look at the character. He's, you know, stupid, played for laughs, but but there's a real emotional core to this film that I mm. wasn't expecting, and it's one that is... It's very much born out of Batman. Yes, he, he's heightened for comedic effect and, and played in a silly way, but he's not... He's not just a completely different character that they're calling Batman, you know, which is sort of what I expected in a lot of ways. Mm. 
Well, I, th- I think it's quite telling that, just to go back to what you were saying about the emotional resonance in the story, like, I got very nervous when Batman's in, Lego Batman's in his manor and he's looking at a picture of his family and he's reminiscing about his mum and oh, dad. Yes. I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake, not again. <laughs> Same After thing the, here, yeah. Batman v Superman, and I was just like, oh, God. If they, but they, did, they didn't, like, cut to the rainy alleyway where they get shot or anything like that it was very much kept in the background and they missed the visual gag there which i'm sure they considered of just having the kind of lego necklace shatter on the ground as it falls (laughs) but i was happy that they stayed away from that because uh how many times do you have to see batman's i know i know i i think I think we speak about it in our Batman episode we did, but yeah. I'm I'm done with that scene. I never need to see a take on that scene again. Yeah. Um. Did you do you want to know one of my sort of bigger complaints about the film? Um, yeah. And you can disagree with me. Tell me if I'm wrong in being old and a footy duddy. But the the pacing for me was just a bit too quick, and I don't know if it mm. felt that way because. This is a Lego thing, so there's so much detail in the design work, and there's so much going on, so many characters coming in, that I kind of just wanted the pace to slow down every now and then and let me take in a <laughs> shot or you know, a scene. This was one of my biggest complaints with the Lego movie, ah. um, that it just overwhelmed the senses to the point that I didn't care anymore. Like, just explosions everywhere, like huge scale stuff, but it's it's too much and it just it mm. stopped being interesting. And I think this film scaled that back significantly to the point that I could actually focus on everything and care about mm. it. But I do think it would have benefited from, yeah, maybe, maybe 10 minutes extra just to flesh yeah. a few bits out and let them be not quite so lightning paced. So, yeah, I do agree with you. Uh, and what what I did like about the pacing wise was when they had that moment quite in the beginning to show Batman's loneliness where mm. he's literally just stood in front of the microwave and it's just silent oh, yeah. it's like the scruffy the janitor moment where it's just <laughs> it went on for so long it was <laughs> yeah yeah they, they did stop for mo but whenever they did stop it was always for a gag like we're supposed to be laughing at the pause rather than taking something in because I think the production design is fantastic and there's so much detail in it there's so much to take in i think the Mm. cinematography is wonderful it is a a visual feast but uh i just wish it slowed down every now and then to does it count as cinematography if it's animated i mean it definitely does if it stop start because you're using a real camera but i mean there's certainly a director of photography is there well, yeah, I mean, someone's got to like the scenes. Aren't I mean, they? Aren't they called something different though, like director of animation or something? Yeah, let me have a look. Uh, I'm probably using wrong terminology. I'm not trying to diminish at all from the amount of work that goes into making an animated film. I should add, I'm, I'm just interested to know if the terminology is slightly different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... It's all computers, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does anything anymore. You just you just type in Batman fights Joker and then it does it automatically, doesn't it? Uh, maybe they don't have a. No, I guess they've got visual effects people. Maybe they. I guess they've got specific people for lighting and whatever. Mm. I guess there isn't necessarily just one cinematographer. Anyway, even if there wasn't a cinematographer, I think the cinematography, whether it was yeah, the result yeah, of one yeah. person or many people, is really lovely and consistently mm. held together. I think it's yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. No, I think it's brilliant. Um, did it? Would you think it'll be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Animated no, Film? Not a chance, no. Oh. The Lego movie wasn't, which oh, yeah, was, it wasn't, was a it? huge surprise because mm. as much as I 
didn't think it deserved one uh everyone loved it and if you were going purely off general consensus of everyone like it should have been a front runner to even win the thing potentially Mm, mm. but then having said that wasn't how to train your dragon snubbed but how to train your dragon 2 nominated i don't know i can't remember they do things like that at the oscars all the time it Mm. is well that's just it every now and then you sort of think like i i can't i you know it it didn't surprise me on paper that they wouldn't nominate the lego movie because just by Mm. virtue of being called the lego movie it's a blatant sort of promotional tie-in uh you know oscars likes to think of itself as above sequels and that sort of thing just prostituting the art for commerce but at the same time yeah they're gonna nominate jimmy neutron (laughs) <laughs> well that was the first year of it as well i think mm-hmm. they were finding their feet with how it all worked then but yeah. but yeah um yeah i mean the, the thing is the lego batman movie it's it's that times two it's it's a whole new level of yeah. like commerce and like you say just whoring out the art form and mm. and i mean that, that's one thing like I still can't quite get over it but like it hurt my head when i was in the cinema to think that i was watching a feature film adaptation of or rather a feature film spin-off of a feature film adaptation of a toy that was <laughs> branded with a comic book character <laughs> like it and and made heavy use of other film properties it was it, it, like it was the weirdest thing to kind of yeah my, I'm too old for for this. Like, I'm sure <laughs> kids nowadays are going to grow up just expecting everyone to pop up in every film ever made, and <laughs> everything to cross over with everything. But yeah. in my day, a crossover was a rare, <laughs> a rare thing. Well, yeah, you I mean, come up with some good reason for it, like an uh, interdimensional thing, and then you have to explain <laughs> the size difference. <laughs> well, that's a good thing about Lego. You can cross over different franchises, mm. but they're all sort of in Lego form. And I, I think the one, re- like Alan, you kind of said the Lego element here is arbitrary, but I think the fact that it is a, a big crossover event and it plays that up more than its predecessor, that's part of it. Because certainly nowadays with all this branded Lego, kids kids are playing with all the, you know, the Scooby-Doo Lego and the SpongeBob Lego and, and the <laughs> pulled out two of the least popular... Uh, <laughs> lines that they do there but uh you know they play with those and smush them up and i'm sure it's just par for the course now and you've got things like lego dimensions the video game which is just like you've got lego sonic and lego doctor who and just everything Mm. so it it kind of feels like a real celebration of what lego has become almost as well I, i i did think it was quite true to i mean that it wasn't that aspect that annoyed me the aspect that annoyed me that felt shoehorned in because for the sake of lego is when they drop in the because i'd forgotten from the lego movie that batman is established as a, a as a master builder yeah. and there's a couple of points where he's like falling down a, a, a you know a side of a building or something and he has to put together this uh, like panther thing out of lego and that felt really shoehorned in. Oh, I, uh, I didn't mind that. That to me, that felt like there's this history of bat vehicles that they wanted to mm. give their their uh, due, much like they gave all these villains their their due at the start and stuff. To me, that just felt like they were shoehorning those in. So I was mm. kind of okay with it within the context of a Batman celebration. Mm. So, are they going to make any more of these? Is there talk of Lego Batman sequels? 
I remembered reading that they had announced a, a Lego Batman two. Ah, I mean, if they even if they hadn't, I'd put money on it happening. Yeah, well, this one was a big success, yeah. and everyone seemed to like yeah. it. It was received very well, from what I understand. Yeah. If if not a Lego Batman two, then a you know Lego Batman v Superman or something of that nature. But I, I yeah. definitely think they'll continue this. I think it's been done now. I, I the, yeah. the 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 sensible sort of creative thing to do would be to walk away. But obviously, mm, well, the no, commercial I mean, the, thing to do is <laughs> what I'll say is the the love letter to Batman has been told, yeah. but that doesn't mean they couldn't do a Lego. Justice League in the same way, mm. and kind of carry it on that way. But I, I, you know, I, I think it's just about finding. And I'm sure they could make a good Lego Batman too. But I agree that the obvious this is a celebration of Batman, and it's. I, I see where you're coming from, Alan, because the idea of let's do a big comedy celebration of Batman is is done now. But mm. whatever, I'd be more excited to see another Lego Batman than the Lego Ninjago movie. <laughs> <laughs> What is Ninjago? <laughs> I mean, we, none of us know, do we? It's something well, to do with ninjas and Lego. Have you seen the trailer? No. Okay, right. It's, there's some kid called Lloyd. <laughs> he sounded really upset that Solid even suggested. <laughs> <that he might. laughs> there's a kid called Lloyd, and his it's called Lloyd. Well, his his dad named him Lloyd. And he calls himself Lloyd, and is. Did he have a stammer? Is that the joke? And is, no, it's because Lloyd's spelt with two L's. Yeah, oh. and it's pronounced Lloyd. Yeah, but and and he's like, Dad, my name's Lloyd, and he's like, No, it's Lloyd. I named you. Look at your birth certificate. It's Lloyd. And okay, it's, well, I can it's... see they're gonna get a lot of traction out of that joke. So what's next? Yeah. <laughs> so is that, is that is that all that's in the trailer? Just him. Well, basically, it's just his dad's the big evil ninja magic guy he ends up in some kind of ninja club with a load of other ninja characters and they are presumably the ninjago who are assembled by a kind of old sensei kind of guy voiced by jackie chan (laughs) of course and they, they presumably have to you know have a big fight with the bad guy and save the day and yeah, I'm looking at some of the sets on Google. It sort of looks like pagodas and sort of like Chinese-looking buildings, and then there's the occasional sort of big robot animal. Uh, ninjas and- Japanese. Oh, okay then. Yes, Japanese. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Are they- I, oh, think, I don't know. Yeah, nin- ninja, are, ninja are Japanese. Jackie Chan isn't I- Japanese. No, I think Ninjago <laughs> is going then, for it? a kind of... Pan-Asian. G- yeah, just generic. Let's smush them all together. <laughs> I mean, that was something that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth, actually. The very first time I watched the trailer for this, the the protagonist is this Ninjago thing. It's going for this Asian aesthetic. And yet the protagonist is a blonde kid. Uh, Mm. I'm assuming voiced by a white kid. Obviously, he's yellow and Lego have been very clever insofar as they don't really have ethnicities, the Lego characters. Mm. They're all yellow. Because Kumail Nanjiani, who is... um, of well he's Pakistani uh voices one of the fellow Ninjago in the film and mm. he's you know yellow like the other kid so mm. they could just be like what are you talking about he's black but he's a lego man what are you, you know you're racist we don't well, see no, color I mean, at lego 
they do do different colored skin in the Lego Batman movie, don't they? Um, Jim Gordon is sort of black, oh, and uh, of course Barbara Gordon. But then I, th- I think um, I think some Lego sets do do sort of like a pinky, like more realistic skin tones, uh, whereas traditional Lego is yellow. I know mm. in Star Wars, like in the old Star Wars sets that I've got, everyone's yellow. And then I look at the new ones and it, they're, they're all like, um, you know, Skin Caucasian tone. colored. Or, oh, God, that's know, weird. Oh, I don't it, like it, that. is, it is very odd. Um, I prefer it when they just stick to it. Yeah. Lego people are yellow. That's be mm. like having a, a yeah. yeah, that's that's awful. Yeah, I'm Ugh. not quite sure when that happened, when that decision was made. Because like I say, in my old Star Wars sets, that's not the case. But yeah. So, as someone who is, like, too old and grumpy to appreciate <laughs> the idea of more Lego Batman films, Alan... Sorry, I think he said he liked it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he said, that, he said they shouldn't make any more and that should be the end of it. Oh, right, okay. So, how would you do more if you had to? Well, the way to go is just, uh, if, you can, if you can do a Lego Batman and it's not relevant that it's Lego, you're just ripping off Batman... Um, then just do it with other properties. So, you know, you could do Lego Superman or whatever. So I've decided to go with um, Lego James Bond. Ah. Uh, because I don't know enough about Superman. I don't really know that much about James Bond either, but it had to be something big. That you know, Well, you know a lot about the first five. <laughs> I think you'll find, yeah. Alan. Well, um, not in-depth discussions. And uh, and I thought I'd I'd try and stick with what Lego Batman did in in which it's like a friendly subversion of of the of the subject matter. Hmm. Uh, and oh so well, you, yeah. I mean, I can't believe there hasn't been a definitive James Bond parody at this point. <laughs> are you being sarcastic? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, has there been a definitive James Bond parody? There's about twenty like that I could rattle off. Like, well, don't <laughs> rattle them off yet because I'm going to bring them up later. Oh, okay. Oh. I mean, we're <laughs> doing suddenly... one of them in about two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's going to come up. Okay, so my plot, uh, in a similar vein to the Lego Batman, we're just going to take Bond as a character, have a bit of fun with it. Um, you'd have to get a proper fan to write it. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, it's Calvin could write it. Are you funny Yay. enough, Calvin? What? Are you funny enough? Or would you... Oh, no. Do you love Calvin, give us much? an example of... Uh, just some dialogue between Lego Lego James Bond and Lego Money Penny. Uh, I I think I had a head when I came in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give that give that man the million dollars. <laughs> Go away and write the script. Genius. Okay, <clears throat> so my the the plot I'm going to create. Uh, is that we're going to use the uh, the the hypothesis and the one that's uh, absolutely factual that we all know is correct, uh, the code name theory. Um, the, <laughs> the... <laughs> What's wrong with that, Calvin? Why you... We're going to talk about that when we get to on Her Majesty's Secret Service in great detail. Yes, because yes, so we'll that. be doing our next Bond film on the slate is on a Majesty's Secret Service in which we have a new Bond. Obviously, it's a new character completely. You're just using the code yes, name yes. Bond, as everyone knows. Everyone knows that. So the 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 theory where the plot that we're working is that there's a new Bond coming in. He's a good agent, and they've decided to promote him because. Uh, Craig Bond is uh, having to retire because he's got dodgy knees or something. Can't do it anymore. Can't keep up with it. 
He's about 54. <laughs> He's just too old. <laughs> Let him go, for God's sake. Um, but anyway, he's he's having to retire. So, obviously, the first thing for this new guy to do, he has to train up to be a proper double O agent. So he he shadows Craig Bond uh, on a mission. While he's there, he's like asking him loads of questions. He's like, oh, why do you do that? Oh, why did you sleep with her? Uh, why did you kill that guy and then make a crappy pun about it? Um, although Craig Bond doesn't really do that, does he? Uh, anyway, so then by doing that, we can start like having him, having this person like asking the questions and in doing so, we'll be kind of subverting what Bond is mm. by making him confront a lot of the things he does. Um, mm. if that makes sense. Uh, and obviously you do this lightheartedly. It's all supposed to be fun. And also we could have um, like the gadgets and the cars and stuff like that. I think that'll render really well in Lego. Uh, because mm. you could have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that they haven't done any James Bond Lego stuff recently. Someone did once mock up, like, three Lego James Bond sets online, like the boxes and whatnot, and did, like, the Aston Martin and all that. It looked really good. Anyway. So, um, eventually, Daniel Craig Bond gets sick of all these questions of this guy asking him all sorts of stuff, and so he decides the best way to introduce this guy to the world of Bond is to get all the old Bonds together... Uh, and have a big meeting, you know, chat. They do. They probably do this every now and then anyway, just to have a little reunion, drink some martinis uh, and all that sort of thing. So they do that. We have a big meet up. And so this is your big moment, right? You've got all the bonds together. Uh, yeah. Craig, Brosnan, the Welsh one, uh, Moore, Connery, the other one, all of them there. <laughs> and um, all of these bonds will be voiced by Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan? <laughs> yeah. He does. He has okay. to do all of them. That'd be pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd like that. We have them all together, and the main plot kicks in because at this point, a group of bad guys they found out that all the bonds are together, and so they're going to try and uh, wipe them out all at once. Now, these bad guys will be uh, Austin Powers, uh, yeah. Colin, <laughs> Colin Firth off of Kingsman, um, uh, Johnny English, uh, well, Woody Allen. Who else? Man from Uncle. Uh, <laughs> The but guy from Get Smart, Steve Carell. Sean Connery's brother. Sean <laughs> yes, younger brother. Neil Connery. <laughs> yeah. But all your... Uh, so that's going to be your bad guy cabal, like all the Bond rip-offs or, you know. Brilliant. Not necessarily rip-offs, but, you know. Uh, Can we so, have Sean Connery from Never Say Never Again also? That, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. unofficial Bond film. I, I think he should be part of the Bond club, but they all, like, they all take the piss and... Like Aquaman in the Justice League in the Batman movie, that sort of like. <laughs> well, um, I'm trying. To, I was trying to think of ways to involve the incorporate the Lego elements of it. So yeah, other things I thought you could have one of the Bonds has to disguise himself as a Japanese fisherman. Um, <laughs> so like, but he could like literally take his head off and put on a Japanese head. But we've just discussed they don't have different heads, so that, that doesn't work. <laughs> What about if um, Bond doesn't like uh, like a brunette woman, so he just pops her hair off, puts some blonde hair on, boom, yeah. he likes blondes, <laughs> something like that? I, I don't think he's that picky, really. <laughs> I pop the whole head off like repeatedly and, and swap him out for someone else altogether halfway through. Why <laughs> stop with, at the hair, you know? Only with a clawed hand. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, we, we, we physically can't form fists. <laughs> That's probably for the best. <laughs> oh, yeah, get some of the sidekicks back in. Could you have like a Lego Jaws? Oh, uh, yeah. That sort of thing. 
that render well in Lego. I don't know. <laughs> He's just slightly taller than all the other Lego things. <laughs> they all the same size, Lego people. Yeah, no. Mostly, people yeah. Play, they have little children Lego now who have sort of slightly smaller legs. Oh yeah, and, and speaking of the different blocks and stuff, uh, because the f- this fight is all about the Bond ripoffs trying to get rid of Bond so that they can be the main thing. Uh, so they all the the villains could be made of other blocks, whatever the rival toy brick things oh, are like these days. Playmobil or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the bad guys are one thing, and then all your Bond mm. good guys are Lego. Uh, and then you could like I don't know if you get away with that, like in terms of lawsuits, <laughs> if, you, if you if you're portraying your rivals as the sort of villains. Uh, that's it, really. I mean, the whole uh, the whole thing. If it ended in a volcano, that'd be great. You can have like Lego lava, um, or you can have real lava melting the bricks. Not real lava, but like <laughs> how what mm, like a hot plate, and all the Legos <laughs> melting on the hot plate, or yeah, a George sounds... Foreman grill. <laughs> yeah, the, imagine a villain, and he traps he traps Bond in the George Foreman grill with his head poking out at the bottom <laughs> and then he turns it on to like heat up with Lego James Bond in there. No, Mr. Bond, I cla- expect you to fry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then he then he walks off to leave him to die and his, uh, what would he do? Would he like pop his head off and kind of roll it over and I don't know, something like that? And then he's got a, a gadget that Q gave him that will like build him a, a spare body if he needs it. <laughs> so he presses that with his tongue. And That's something that they never really do in the Lego movies, is it? Unless I'm forgetting something. They never like pop off their own heads and like yeah. you know, stay sentient while they, they do it. It is curious. Mm. I suppose they need to give it some sense of um uh tangibility and yeah. stakes. Like we you know, we have to actually care if they live or die and not just mm. oh well even if they break up, like who gives a shit? It's- there was in the, in the Lego movie right at the beginning. He falls down a mine shaft to discover the sacred thing or whatever it is, and as he's falling, he's like bashing and his body falls apart, but then sort of falls yeah. back together again and stuff like that. So it's definitely mm. kind of plausible that they do. So anyway, that's it, and they win, and then at the end, the new Bond takes his place as the new James Bond, the new 007. and of course, you the the person you get to voice that character would be the person who's going to be the new Bond. After Craig, ah. and so you would release this film in like twenty twenty one or whatever. Uh, and I don't this like is that. like the the official announcement of the new Bond is ah. by putting him in this film. No, I I think you want someone like Jim Parsons from The Big Bang Theory <laughs> playing the new one. Though <laughs> so I guess he could just be the next James Bond, and it'd all work out fine. It could be uh, Gillian Anderson just to really annoy everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Alan, you've put my pitch to shame because you've actually come up with the plot. Yeah, okay. (laughs) My pitch is Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Ah, That's it. Makes sense. They do it. They they already make that. Exactly. That's that's the next one you pick out for your film. And the plot is Uh (laughs) Where does the Lego So Alright, so (laughs) they go to find the lost city of Atlantis and Helena Bonham Carter plays the Prime Minister of Atlantis. I mean, it, it, it's the same thought process of yours, <laughs> Alan. Yeah. Except, to be honest, I, I think with um, I think with Pirates of the Caribbean, you could play it a bit less parodic, whatever the word would be there. It, it, you don't have to make it as much of a parody. Like You could basically get away with making Pirates of the Caribbean 6, put a few more jokes in there, 
trim the running time in half, but essentially <laughs> just make another swashbuckling adventure with Captain Jack Sparrow. And, do, you, uh, do you get Johnny Depp in to do it? Um, maybe not, actually. Just to piss him off. Well, he's fallen out of favour with people a bit lately, hasn't he? Maybe you want to set up a kind of new pirates thing to take over in case you can't get any more stuff out of him. Um, okay, so you've got uh, Lego Jack Sparrow. Yeah. That, I think that would work with his physicality. Like, his head could pop off. It'd be quite funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they And they could hang out with that Lego skeleton they meet along the way, and he puts on a top hat. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the rendering of water in the world of Lego is not particularly well, excellent. So, uh... well, in the upcoming Ninjago movie, they're making a distinction between the other Lego films and this one. Insofar as this has real, well, animated to look real water, animated to look real sand, fire, possibly. I don't know. There, there, there's certainly. They're making a point of using a few real-life kind of elements in there, not things made out of Lego, which I, I guess will give it a nice visual change. Um, I think it'll just generally look nicer. And I think, the, you know, the idea is, oh, well, this kid's playing with real water in his Lego. I don't know how they'd want to do it. They'd probably want just Lego Sea, but real-looking water might be better, particularly if you want to go, like, underwater at some point which is mm. bound to happen sure how do you get a like a plastic face to convincingly portray the range of orlando bloom <laughs> well to be honest i wasn't planning to put orlando bloom in it <laughs> oh, cut that character all together because <laughs> it's, it's, it's impossible you couldn't possibly do him justice yeah yeah, Kira Knightley too. Actually, she can. Have, they can have cameos at the start. That could be. You could have them as the. Uh, it's like in uh, Team America, or or like that sort of thing where you have that fake out beginning where you just have like a real plastic Lego <laughs> like going. Oh, Orlando Bloom, I love you. Oh, I love you, Kira Knightley. Kissy, 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 and then it like fades back and is a kid playing whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Because then they would just literally be static plastic. That's the point, though. Who who would you have voicing Lego Orlando Bloom and Lego Kira Knightley? Um, could we do it in uh, India? It'd probably work out cheaper. Just choose Indians. Like when? <laughs> what do you mean? Like well, when you have, do? Have, like when they the farm out? Uh, yeah, like call centers to India. <laughs> So, so, just do, so, so the voice actors to the film, and then like Jack Sparrow opens his mouth, and it's this kind of bad connection. <laughs> Hello, Hello my point. name is Jack Sparrow. <laughs> How can I help you today? <laughs> oh god, that'd be a real avant-garde <laughs> way of uh, voicing an animation, wouldn't it? Actually, I like that. <laughs> Just voice it with uh, recordings of call center workers. So yeah, uh, right. Okay, so Calvin. Um, Calvin, give us your pitch. Right. Well, my pitch is basically uh, to recreate a film, do a bit of a Gus Van Sant Psycho thing. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I was going to do Lego Psycho. <laughs> uh, and just do a shot for shot remake, but then of course hmm. I remember that Lego is a Warner Brothers only uh, thing, so we must only you know uh, deal with Warner Brothers properties. So I thought a Lego Godfather uh, would be a good 
Is um is the Godfather Warner Brothers? Yes. Oh shit! No, it's Paramount. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh crap! Oh, you, know what set, you know what set me off on this because I, my pitch ends with um like all the famous like Warner Brothers gangster guys coming in like James Cagney <laughs> oh, and Edward yeah, G. Yeah, Robinson, yeah. Ray Liotta and because I thought oh obviously The Godfather's Warner Brothers because it's like the biggest mafia gangster film there is no it's fucking Paramount oh shit I've got no shit I've got no pitch I'm, I'm, I'm we're just, we're just uh, going home just, <laughs> oh god <laughs> um, no just we'll, we'll cut the intro right, I'm going just first. say just say you want to do right right he's, he's walked out in uh, in shame. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Calvin, have you, have you had time to adjust your intro you without the Godfather it? being Warner Brothers? Yes, I'm going to just do... do it, just work out the rights with Paramount and do the, the, yeah. the quote-unquote greatest film ever made in Lego. I'm going to do the Lego Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good, good, Goodfellas is a much better film than The Godfather. So I've I, never I, seen I it. What happens? <sighs> I should have just done Lego Psycho. That would have been... I was thinking about that and I was thinking like, oh, you're good because we can do the murder scenes and all the bits of Lego flying off them and stuff. Uh, my my plan was just to take the audio from The Godfather and <laughs> just animate, reanimate the entire film, do a proper Gus Van Sant and huh. just remake it exactly. Mm. Um, except at the end of the film, we have uh, a big fight pie throwing <laughs> sequence in Bugs, which Bugsy Edward G. Robinson and James Cagney and Bugsy Malone, yes, and uh, all these other famous gangster people. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster's going to be in there. So this is show business. Uh, Ray Winston from Sexy Beast. Can he be in it? It's been too British. Eh? Yeah, he's a British gangster, though, isn't he? That's all right. Oh, what counts. about Bob Hoskins? <laughs> are we just casting all dead actors? Or <laughs> they, I think everyone in my... Yeah, they are all dead, aren't they? Um, Jodie Foster's still alive. Oh, yeah, bless her. Is Diane Keaton... <laughs> Yeah, Diane Keaton's alive. <laughs> James Caan. Anyway. I mean, all, all the big ones are still alive. Al Pacino, I mean, Robert isn't. De Niro. Yeah, all right, the biggest one in literal size isn't, but... <laughs> but do you guys know, before he died, Marlon Brando voiced or recorded all the dialogue for, I should say, uh, an animated film that, to this date, has still not been completed. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. What's it called? Uh, Big Bug Man. <laughs> and it was oh. it was meant to be coming out between 2006, 2008, but it just kind of, news went quiet on it and doesn't look like it's ever going to happen, but it, it was going to be some kind of Spider-Man parody, I think, like a superhero thing, and the art style is utterly hideous. So I don't quite know what was going on with it, but I'm looking yeah. it up now. You know who the top build is? Who? Brendan Fraser. <laughs> so it's going to be a Brendan Fraser vehicle with Marlon Brando in uh, in second build. Huh. And there's a big fat man on the poster. I'm assuming that would have been Marlon Brando's character. The, n- the note that I see about this is Brando recorded... The voice of Mrs. Sauer a month before oh. his death. He, he thought it would be fun to voice a girl for this project. There's a woman who looks a bit like the Godfather with a wig on down at the... This... <laughs> uh, yeah, this... 
does not look like a good thing. The colouring is appalling. Yeah, it's, it's uh, hideous. The illustration style is, yeah, disgusting. <laughs> oh, ding dong. Oh, it's um, it's female Marlon Brando. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> superhero character. <laughs> you, watch, you come to me on the day of my son's wedding? <laughs> Expecting some kind of favours. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Oh, um, well, it's it's interesting. You're here, female Marlon Brando, because um, I think I think we might be doing a, a, a male counterpart. What? I think we're doing one of a film. <laughs> what? <laughs> Guys, what am I trying to say? We're doing The Godfather in a few weeks. <laughs> oh, great! The Godfather, always the Godfather. Yeah, never the Godmother, never the God, the God Lady, never the <laughs> Goddess Father. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes. Uh. Hey guys, can you um, could you just pass me one of those orange slices for a minute, please? Um, <laughs> oh, oh my a, god, this is scary she, monster. She's, a, oh, she's no. just oh. put the orange peel in her mouth, and she's she's pretending to be a a scary like orange vampire no. or something. It's it's I mean, very so, amusing. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna run Somebody's away. Somebody's gonna now. die. Uh, no, we won't be careful. <laughs> yeah. I wish I wish she'd stop chasing me. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for listening. And if you can't wait for more, then please do visit our website, dimreturns.com, where you can get all our back episodes and reviews and all sorts of other stuff. And if you're a loyal fan who's already listened to everything that we've done, then you'll just have to wait until next week, when we will have yet more James Bond references, as we are taking a look at Kingsman. And before you go, here's a little competition for you. I secretly recorded Saul going through his pre-show warm-up ritual in which he was performing a one-man rendition of a popular film. All I want to know is, what film is Saul doing? If you think you know, then message us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash diminishing returns podcast. And then we'll pick one winner at random and we'll send you a prize or something. Uh, Not sure what the prize might be, but I can absolutely assure you that it will have little to no financial value. Join in. It's fun. Here we go. There's a guy who goes as far back as I can remember. I wanted to be in the mafia. And then, and I went there, and then I saw, and then I saw Robert De Niro. Hey, it's me, Robert De Niro. You want to join the mafia? Hey, let's go for a meal over here. Hey, what do you mean? I'm fucking funny. I'm going to smash your face in. Oh, whoa, whoa. I was just making a joke. See, it's all right. Ah, what do you fucking mean? I'm going to fuck you up, you little. Hey. Let's go, uh, let's go visit one of our mothers. I forget which one, but it's, it's Martin Scorsese's mother, and she's gonna cook us some spaghetti. What do you fucking mean, mother? Where's the fucking parmesan cheese? We're gonna, we're gonna go bury a dead body or something. Ah, hey, I've been arrested, but, hey, even in prison, it's, uh, it's all good. In prison, it's all good. Hey, hey, you know what? I'm the new man at the top. Come back next week for Casino.